Welcome back to another episode of Life and Pinstripes. I'm TJ Stolzenberg. I'm James Yevon. And this is episode number 45. About new Yankee, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Looking forward to seeing what you got for us this year. Yes. And uh, this episode is primarily Dedicated. probably not going to be a very fun one, but in a way it's a celebration and still a tragedy. I, I can't believe it, honestly. I don't know. First of all, you may know, unless you live under a rock, what the hell happened on Sunday, January 26, 2020. Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Along with uh, a total of nine people lost their lives in a helicopter crash. Um, the people. We're going to list them all first. We're yes, because it is not just the Kobe show. It's you got to dedicate this to everybody. I know Kobe Bryant was a legend in his own way. We're going to get to that well, in yeah, a second. Yeah, he, he has his time, and we have his, but we're definitely going to take the time. You, you need to. So, because other than Kobe. They died too, yeah. We had his daughter. 13-year-old daughter, 13 Gianna. 13-year-old Gianna. Gianna. We had, and forgive me if I mispronounce any of these. Yeah. We had John, Carrie, and Alyssa Altobelli. Yep, that's right. John was a baseball coach uh, of Orange Coast College in Costa Mesa. Yep. He also was a former coach in the Cape Cod League yep. of the Brewster Whitecaps. And what we discovered was he coached a lot of people that ended up in the majors, one of them being. All rise, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Yeah. And so. How about that? Uh, his wife was Carrie. Daughter was Alyssa. Alyssa played on the on Brian's daughter's team. Mm-hmm. Christina Mauser. She was a basketball coach at Harbor Day School. That's yeah. where Gianna attended school. And uh, it, Harbor Day School is in Newport. That's obviously, God, it's just like it, it's like when you go down this list. And you can't help but just like, oh man, it's like I'm already like even before we started doing this episode, like yeah. I felt I had this like feeling inside my stomach. I'm just like, good god, it's just it's like, like I lost a family member. Like that's how bad it is. And Kobe, and going back to this, like on top of it being Kobe and him being with his daughter and his daughter's teammates and the coaches and the other parents of it the was, kids, yeah, like they all perished. AAU teams across the world, across especially the United States, like I traveled all over the place, so many, so many trips, and it's such a unique experience to be on a helicopter and and it just the control is not there, I guess. Like it's just I don't know. Uh, it must have been terrifying and it hopefully ended quickly for them. Yeah. But let's get through this list. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Chester and Peyton Chester, Sarah's mother. Peyton was a teammate of Gianna. Yeah. Happen to all to be on the same plane. Yep. And so that's Kobe, Gianna, John, Carrie, Alyssa, Christina, Sarah, Peyton, and then mm-hmm. lastly, the pilot, Ara Zobayan. And uh, this is the quote I actually wanted to read. Yeah. Face ID, yes. Uh, so, I already wrote it down. When asked, uh, Darren yeah. Kemp told the LA Times that as soon as he found out that... Uh, Kobe's helicopter went down, he knew Ara was with him because, quote, he doesn't let anyone else fly him around but Ara. So that, that's that got to be a pit in the stomach moment for everybody. But mm-hmm. those are the nine that lost their lives. And, um, you know, I just can't go back. I, I go back to, like, the daughter aspect and, like, you know, because parents and daughters all from multiple places lost exactly. their lives that day. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, Kobe's like life had turned around because he had ended his ba- basketball playing career, but was being more of a father and a coach. And um, he was leading Gianna to bright fu- to a bright future. He she actually wanted to play in the WNBA, and I bet you she could have. She probably would have been a phenomenal player. Well, look who her father is, a legend and himself. When asked about the biggest challenge of coaching his daughter, it was a year ago. Yeah, he said, Kobe Bryant said, making sure that she knows that I love her. Whether she plays well or plays like crap, doesn't matter. You know you're my daughter before you're a basketball player. It's important that she knows that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, those aren't words. You have to behave that way. You have to show her that. After a tough game, you get in the car, and it's forgotten. And that's, I mean, you're not going to get better life and sports advice from him. <laughs> There's nobody better. But Kobe... Uh, where were you when you first heard it? I was sitting on my couch and I was looking through Facebook and someone randomly said that Lakers legend Kobe Bryant killed in a helicopter crash. But the thing is is that it was reported by TMZ, so I thought right. it was bullshit. Right. So then I'm like, no, this is not right. And then I went up and I like literally went to my parents like Kobe Bryant was killed in a plane crash. Like, and I'm the like disbelief is exactly It's like it was like I don't know whether to cry. And so then the next thing I did was I looked up his name on Google right. for like random like shits and reasons. Right. And then I looked on Twitter. I'm like, holy fuck, it's real. Yeah. No, that was the I'm exact. Like, I was bartending and I had a dude at the far end of the bar. Yeah. And he literally said, Kobe Bryant just died. And I'm like, no way. I'm, I'm like, there's, I, I said, there's no said, way said, in hell that happened. I was happened. like, how many likes does that have? Is that, or likes. Yeah. Like how many like views or whatever does that have? Is that like a credible source? And he dug a little bit more, and it, he kept refresh, 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 and like the whole bar stopped. I yeah. literally remember hearing forks and knives go down, and everybody kind of looks over to this one guy at the end, and he stands up and he reported like at whatever clock, Kobe Bryant with his daughter and whatever in a helicopter uh, died, and literally, I'm like, what? Because. It's weird though because athletes have died before. I mean, they all. Died. I've, I've had Don Larson died earlier this year. David Stern died earlier but, this year. Yeah, I didn't but feel like, anything. Well, hey. Well, I did. Well, I did feel something. Real back, real back, real okay, back. Okay, fine. That's what not I'm what saying is that's not what he meant. What we're right. saying is, athletes die all the time, like before their time. Like Roy Holiday died in a plane crash. Roy Holiday, yeah, he died in a plane crash. Like, Jose Fernandez was killed in a boating crash, accident. Right. That was that shocking. Was, that was bad. Yeah. But this. Not to say that any of them are different. But no, but the 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 name Kobe Bryant it hits on a whole new level because just, you didn't I can't ex- explain it because th- you wouldn't expect a guy like this, strong, shows tons of integrity, a lot of courage, helps the entire nation and the world find like who they are. Like a lot of yeah. people emulated this guy, and they looked up to him and they wanted to be him. And you wouldn't expect him to go down like this. And exactly, it's like. It's a shocking reality that life, That's life itself, life, yeah, can be taken away in any instant when you're not expecting it. You know, whether it be in a helicopter crash or because somebody is randomly sending an extra five words during a text while driving. There's just so many infinite possibilities, and it just makes you realize, like, not that no one is safe, which no one is safe, but no. it it could happen to anyone. It- Puts on a whole new perspective. I kept on saying to myself, I'm like, I'm going to text my girl every day how much I love her because 
I don't know what's going to be happening with me. Yeah. And I even came home and I, I I explained it to my girl. I was like, Kobe just died. And she's from Brazil and she knows how big Kobe is. Their whole country knows. And she said that social media in Brazil was, was following through with all that. But, you know, it's it's the story of like, he was 17 years old, I think, when he came out. He went straight. He was one of those last groupings where they go straight from high school to the NBA. Yeah, one and, of those rare people like him and yeah. Kevin Garnett. I Kevin believe, Garnett was in there. And LeBron as well. So. And uh, he played from 1997 to 2016. We, 20 years with one team. That does not happen, by yeah, the way, ever. The names of Kobe and uh, you know like Derek Jeter, not many people stick out an entire career with one team anymore. It's just financially sometimes doesn't happen and the you know even Tom Brady right now people are talking about where is he going to go. You know, it could end up with him in New England again, but it might not. I don't know. It's just so rare now with business and sport coming together and crossing in a path where dollar value versus like playing value, you know? And Kobe you know, I don't even have to say his, his numbers, but I'm going to real quick. 18-time All-Star. You got it, because this guy is an absolute legend. Five-time champion. As you know, the famous, the five fingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a life career field goal percentage of 447. 44. Basically, just under half the buckets he, he shot went in. Unreal. And for a career, he averaged 25 points per game. And that's including, like, the tail end and the beginning you know, with playing time wasn't as much. Especially with his uh, rupture. I think it was a rupture to kill. Oh, that's right. That's my. That's probably one of my favorite moments. We're going to get into that a little bit later. I so. mean, and speaking of favorite moment, like that last game he played? 60 points. Like 60 in his final game. Granted, people are like, oh, well, like they gave him all the shots. Like, if you really look at it, like he still had to make those shots. I know, but you still, know, though, like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I think he was 22 for 50 in that game, but he scored 60 still, points in his final game. And 22 for 50 is win. perfect. That's shooting 44%. I know, that about that. That's, that's his career average. But damn. And yeah, he had the winning shot. The, oh, yeah, he did have the winning shot. And no, then no big deal. His first point, free throw. Final point was a free throw. How about that? I know. But, like, there's just something to it where it's Kobe freaking Bryant. You know, like like we said, there's random athlete deaths all the time. Athletes are people, too. They have lives. Dangerous mm-hmm. things happen. But just, this one's just so obscure. Like, it's like it's him shocking. traveling with his like the families of his travel team and and then a helicopter. It's like, what? With zero control. It, it was moments like, it, it was moments like that where, like, that whole day, like... I didn't know the guy at all, but I'm like feeling right. this. I'm like, what? I'm like, I feel empty beyond yeah. belief. And I honestly feel like I haven't even like sat back and let it hit me because no, it has not hit me still because I'm still seeing a lot of Kobe Bryant stuff all over social media and all you over know, the news. What and... really hit me hard was seeing Doc Rivers interviewed. Oh, Did you see that? Mm-hmm. And Doc obviously is bawling his eyes out, and a reporter asked like. How are you going to play tonight? And Why did they let the NBA play on that day, by the way? And then they took a day, the Clippers and the Lakers game. They did postpone out, it, which, which honestly, that was going to happen regardless. But, but they, he was crying, and he's trying to piece it together. and <sighs> Put the pieces together. It's not just Doc Rivers I lost to, like Shaq. Like he had oh. a little interview with, um, what the heck? It Somebody. Was guys. Or Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, like explaining, like, this was like the saddest day for me. It was like, this guy was a brother to me. And then um, Kobe, man, it's Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Like nobody, like to be a brand, Kobe. Like when you crumpled up a piece of paper and shot it into a trash can across the, what did you say, Kobe? 
I got an idea. Like, I want to do it at the end of the show, but I, it, it does involve your paper. So. We'll do that later. Yes. It's, it's, I like your ideas. Yes. But it's it's insane. And I'm glad that him and Shaq, like, I know they had that kind of like... Rough stretch in yeah, between where there was a, a lot of like of communication. Back and forth. Miscommunication. I just say communication breakdown probably be the better well way said, of explaining well it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think towards the end of it and recent time, they kind of mended it and uh, found common ground. And I think... Forgave each other. I think Shaq... I think that must have been huge. Because imagine, like, if that happened and he didn't get a chance to tell his brother how much he loved him. Mm-hmm. Like, deep down, below all the bullshit, like, you're telling me those guys didn't love each other? Like, Oh, as, they did. I mean, like, we also don't know. We don't know what else goes on. And But on the court, man, there's, there's chemistry that you don't see very often. And... Man, how could you not love it? When I, I know. It like... But good for them for at least trying to work on that because, as we know, just like Dwayne Wade, members of the LeBron. basketball community, yeah. LeBron. LeBron, Carmelo, those guys. These, I don't know about Melo. Uh, but well, he was part of the, I think, Mel, wasn't Melo part of the uh, US t- USA team? Well, yeah, medal? yeah. Gold medals? Yeah, so obviously. Talking about the of... members on the team, but I uh, meant members of the NBA society that are members of the community as well. I mean, Melo definitely. Or a lot of members of the Lakers, like Kareem and Magic Johnson. Yeah, and L.A. It's L.A. The entire Los Angeles. I don't know if you recognize our last... uh, We got yellow, we got purple. And we got this. And, of course, don't forget number eight. I want to give a shout-out to my coworker who was nice enough to give me this for today. Because he knows. Who who is he? Mr. Donnie... I believe I'm going to pronounce your <laughs> last name wrong. Donahue, I think his last name is. But the point is... is Donahue? Donahue? Yes. You got a shout out, man. Donahue. I appreciate you bringing us your jersey, and I'll give it back to you tomorrow. Thank you. Uh, we had to have something. We had to have a little Kobe swag. I know. That's why we wore the yellow and the purple. Now, I'm going to try to say a few good things, because like obviously that's heavy. That's real heavy. But, dude, you look back on Kobe Bryant's career, and the dagger shots he had, the... The absolute swag the dude had. Like, he was not only a scorer, but he was an assassin, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, you don't see you don't see that anymore. Like, even when James Harden is putting up numbers, like, it just doesn't feel the same. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, he can drain tons of threes, and yeah, he can shake you off and drive the... But just the some of the shots Kobe took... When you remember when Kobe like those years we had the jersey that was way too big, yeah, and like it looked like he was just a little kid out there with a knapsack on, yeah, or, like but, a, a um, potato sack on, flying around. Like the thing just was, he was trying like a fly like a cape. I know the thing is that that sack of potatoes knew exactly what he was doing. He knew though. exactly <laughs> what he was doing. No, like the shirt just like would fly also, around. Also, you know, he's a you, superhero. You also there. know you pissed off a guy when he does that shit. Are you like Farger Nerf? Oh, yeah. That's when you knew you pissed off somebody, and you never wanted to piss off Kobe, especially oh, no, because on the he court. will drop, he will, uh, he will drop sixty or even eighty-one points like he did. Remember uh, that in January? Oh my god! I think it was January twenty-second, two thousand six, against the Toronto Raptors. Eighty-one points, which 81 I think is still points. the second highest total in NBA history. Two Will Chamberlain, yeah, who scored one hundred. 100 flat. <laughs> that's literally not even... Literally, I don't think that's even going to be touched. I remember seeing footage, though, once of Wilt Chamberlain, and it was as if it was a middle schooler playing with toddlers. I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't mean to take it... Wilt, no, I know exactly Wilt what Wilt was mean. badass, but I think I saw one very biased clip. There was a bunch of small white dudes around him. <laughs> he literally caught the ball and was just like, put it in the basket. I, think, um, I was like, of course he's going to put a I also got. I also got a funny story. I was, I was playing 2K, I think it was yesterday or the day before that, and I decided to do the 2000 and the 2001 Lakers team against the all-white like 
Golden State Warriors team, and oh. Will Chamberlain was the center who was like a ranked like ninety eight, and he was like literally snagging every rebound I was about to get. I'm like, this is not fucking. How tall was he? He was, was he? he was like six. I have no idea. I don't know. He was like six head. eleven, six ten. It was t- it was a very big man with a who was a very big rebounder. Yes, indeed, but. Kobe to go up with numbers like that. Yeah, Kobe dropped 81. I remember that. Yeah. Damn. And no one has literally gotten close except for Devin Booker who scored 70, I think, a couple years ago. That's right. I mean, hasn't James Harden put up like 55, 60? Uh, those are fake points. Yeah, they, they are fake points. <laughs> Literally, we're just going to like shoot 800 threes. Yeah. Eight, yeah. His, his three-point percentage has been terrible. He, has it? There was one game he went one for 17 from I mean, three. That, ha- that happens. It does happen, but especially with him, it's like... Shooters keep shooting. <laughs> but his stats probably are down there. I saw part. something very funny with James Harden. I think he was like one for 17. He was like three for 20. It's like, these look like concert dates. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, anyways, Kobe. Kobe, my goodness, man. Oh, man. It's like, what? I I'm still can't believe. It's literally been three days, and I still can't believe that we're even it's having great. an episode you like know what? this. It's strange because it's like we got Super Bowl week coming up, right? You got the 49ers. You got 49ers. And the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. And it's like in the whole sports world, not just football, but basketball, I mean, football, yeah. in the every world, it's like there was just this big like, Holy crap. I know. Like, Kobe Bryant is no longer in this planet. Yes, cat. I get it. Those of you who didn't know, his cat is meowing. Yes, who's probably very upset that she's not in my parents' room. To people at home, they might have just thought you had, like, Tourette's there for a second. Yes, I get it. Yes, I get it. God damn it. He does do that. It's it's all right. We're working on it. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Anyways, we want to also talk about somebody else. Yes, Kobe, rest in peace. Kobe, thank you. Rest for, in peace. Thank you for all you did. And clearly, the NBA is going to do a lot of things to try to honor this guy. They're thinking about changing the logo to like his to like his his jumper. I love that. I do. I do like that idea too. But I've heard also other things. Is that a little bit too extreme? Though? I don't think so. Who's the current logo? I don't know <laughs> exactly. To make an idea of like what the league is, I I don't it might be it's Michael Jordan doing something, I don't know. But a fadeaway shot or do whatever you gotta do. If they change the logo, I mean like that'd be an honorable way honorable do, or the, reason to or, do it. I heard the NBA is thinking about pulling off a Jackie Robinson or Gretzky retiring twenty four on all sports NBA teams. Or all NBA teams. I like that. I, like I that too. see I like that too. I'm like, I'm willing to give up twenty four. I but mean it's, it's just so weird because it's it's somebody that in all sports where you have like the Gretzkys or like the the Jeters for baseball, when you have those guys, like you expect them to live a little bit protected life, whether they have security when they go to dangerous places or have the best flights or the whatever. Like they're just human beings too, and with daughters and families and their coaches and there's man, that's just so heavy. They were literally in my list, like the three most talked about basketball players, Michael Jordan. LeBron and Kobe and Kobe for sure that's it and when you're in the conversation of being when you're in the conversation of like top three basketball players of all time like come on uh Kobe there's not much more we can say like James said rest in peace brother you did you did amazing things for the world a lot of kids sports a lot of adults everybody looked up to you yeah you shocked and awed us day in day out you're a champion and forever will be a hero 
So thank you. Thank you. Also, rest in peace to the other souls that perished. And to the in eight that. others as well, oh. including his daughter. Uh, I think January 26, 2020. The rest of the families. Like, it's it's a day where the nation, the sport of basketball, or everybody just stands mm. still and disbelief. Like Kobe's wife and three other daughters. His his wife actually spoke out for the first time since the incident on Instagram comments. I can't imagine what she was probably saying. Like, thank you for all the emotional support. Uh, man, Kobe meant a lot to us and obviously mm. we got to move we got to move on in life, but it's very hard to process and we thank you for everything that you can do, especially cuz Kobe I mean, with the NBA too, um, they're still playing. They're still playing games and all that. They're still honoring him. There's players literally changing their numbers just for this guy. Like yeah. Joel MB wore 24 and he scored 24 points. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't hear that. Yeah, or uh, was it? I think Trey Young and Devin Booker combined scored 81 points. Oh, that's awesome! And both had 24 field goal attempts. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah, and uh, Spencer Dinwiddie of the Nets changed his number to 26 to honor January 26, being the day that. Everybody perished, so. Wow. That's crazy, man. Well, as you say, like, life does move on, but we will never forget, and we'll definitely honor. And uh, moving on with the podcast. Yeah. Another little piece of saying goodbye, but in a very different way. Yes. Um, Eli Manning. I know we're a little bit too late on the Eli Manning retirement party, but we still gotta... Is it a party? In my opinion, it's a party. Yeah, it is. You gotta honor the guy. You gotta honor the guy. I know a lot of people are saying, like, what Eli? Forget about the last three years with Eli. Yes. Think about the two Super Bowls against Tom Brady, and he beat, he beat his ass. He beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick twice. Not once, twice. And you know, the people remember the David Tyree play and the, the helmet catch. But oh. you cannot forget the fact that he scrambled to get out of it, and he almost got sacked. And then way. he had the touchdown pass to Plaxico. Like all, there's a whole drive that was there. Like. He was able to set it up. <laughs> Ice in his veins. I remember there was a point in time where I wouldn't want any other quarterback in my two-minute drill. There was like a good five years there where I was like, I want Eli in my final two minutes. Even over his own brother, who was playing at the time. I know. His old brother was playing on a whole new level. He yes. was playing on Hall of Fame. And and Peyton was on Mike and Mike. Or, sorry. <laughs> Golik and Wingo. <laughs> Mike and the Mad Dog? Golik and Wingo. Yeah, and Peyton was saying some awesome things about Eli that we don't know, and he, he's supposedly quite the prankster. Oh, really? He's got a quite a, a good sense of humor, and he's very, very detail oriented with his pranks. He goes into depths, and I guess some businessman was having a crazy uh, meeting um, where he was closing deals for like multi million dollar deals, and he placed like a fake phone or something in there and made it look like he erased it and ended the phone call. So the guy freaked out thinking he lost of, his giant deal. Of course. And then yeah. he handed him his actual phone back and he was on the <laughs> phone with the business people being like, hey, uh, no, here, there you go. So he's got a lot of pranks and you you have Peyton describing awesome things in this interview that they had where it's like, what were you impressed most? And he's like, you know, I got to see my brother play, but the thing is like, he was my favorite player. Like, that's cool to see Eli and Peyton like, being able to obviously when they played against each other, which wasn't much actually, but no, because Eli or Peyton was in either in Indianapolis or in Denver, other league. But yeah, the funny thing is they were always each other's favorite fans. And Peyton described once when 
he's screaming in his hotel room when he had an eight o'clock game when paid or when Eli was playing at one. He's like, "Oh, throw the ball!" or "Oh, yelling at the receivers, what like at Leto Shepard or somebody, come back to the ball or whatever." He screams. He's like, "What the hell am I doing?" He's like, "I gotta calm down. I got a game in five hours." So Eli and his family, his whole Manning family, very interesting, very. For who Eli was too, like being the brother. He was the younger. He was the younger brother. I think he was trying to be either his own name. as good, yeah, yeah, or be as good as Peyton, which is obviously not an easy feat. Yeah. And very different life stats, like very. But the biggest thing that Peyton was impressed with, and I, yeah, my favorite thing about Eli, yeah, his stat of how many starts in a row he had. He was paid by an organization to play. And he showed up every week. Win, loss, literally hurt. His He's foot still falling off, his arm falling off. He showed up. He literally played until Ben McAdoo made literally a, a job-ending decision, as I call it. A dumb decision. Yeah. But nonetheless, other than that coaching decision, the man showed up and wanted to play every week. And there had to be weeks where he was hurting and should not have been playing. Well, think of it this way. He's also, he was also on teams that finished with five wins. Also, teams that weren't even remotely close to going to the playoffs as like the last like three years of but his that career. was the that was the identity of the Giants like the year they won the Super Bowl and went on that run they were nine and seven and remember how like they they like caught steam in the playoffs they yeah. they became dangerous and like they were rugged they were never clean crispy fourteen and two they were nine and seven but, they were the but scrappy, had momentum they were the scrappy bastards they as were I scrappy bastards for sure. Never. Sometimes they did have a running game. Ahmad Bradshaw, Brandon Jacobs. Sometimes they didn't have a running game, and it was all on Eli. But like it was all on Mario Manningham, Akeem Nix. That catch along the sideline, Mario Manningham, and oh my goodness, that was great, great catch. Oh, all the around. throw could not have been even more perfect. And Eli, ultra competitor. Last thing I'm most impressed with him because I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, his demeanor. Literally, it looks like. He, he, some people make fun of him. Looks like he's a boxer rocks, but well, yeah, because because he's a man. You got paid him with the forehead, almost the, side, the he, five head. He's got he's got the five head, the shape of Manhattan practically. <laughs> and then and you got Eli, literally he looks just like, like he he literally he just got like hit in the head like he does too many. He, 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 he There's also like very that. funny means of him just making his face. Yes, up, like, but that is a great characteristic to have when you are a quarterback in the NFL. Stuff is flying all around you, energy, and you are cool as a cucumber. I know. And have. Which leads to the biggest question of them all. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Really? Oh, I don't because know. look at it. Look oh, who played with him at I the know. time. Like, granted, two Super Bowl rings against the best team, best dynasty, that gets you in. You can take all the rest with it. He had I know. A lot of winning seasons, a lot of it went far, but that core stretch of time. Is good enough to get it. I will. I will admit, he did beat the Patriots twice. Not an easy feat. However, though, did he ever lose to the Patriots in the Super Bowl? No, he did not. I have to. Say, I have to say this though. You think of Hall of Famers. You put Eli in the same conversation as Dan Marino, Steve Montana, or Joe Montana. Wow, Steve, Steve Young. Young. I meant to say. Yeah. Tom Brady. That's Peyton Manning, you you think you could put him on that same list, or do you put he's him? He's not. On, he's not like. There's moments in his career. He's not. He's what, not. He's not like the elite quarterback. There's moments in his career when he did play. And, and I love and, Eli, and I love Eli, and I am such a loyal fan too. There's moments in his career where he did play like that echelon of quarterback, but it really is stats. Because did Dan Marino ever win a Super Bowl? No, he never. No, he did not. I mean, so 
if you win the big dance. And remember, that Patriot team, the first time they beat them, that was the best football team that probably ever lived. Like, they were undefeated going for the perfect season. They should they should have. And they could have. Been a perfect season. But that ball stuck to his helmet and it was an that inch was, off the ground. Not only did that stuck to his head, that stuck the Giants' momentum into the end zone and, and they, out of New England. And that was awesome. So sure. I think you can't quite put them in the conversation if you just talk about their abilities. If not an NFL Hall of Famer, then def- definitely a Giants Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, he literally, he's literally... The giant. People have been quoted saying he was a giant on the field and off. You think of giving Lawrence back to Taylor. I put Eli in the same conversation oh, for yeah. the Giants. That's not even close. Number ten should be retired. Correct. And think about it. Give us a little take on your uh, New York fan love for being Eli, I'm, being the Eli fan. I have to say, I've never seen anything like this from Eli. Yeah, I know the last five years was just brutal to watch. Tough. Though I mean, he hasn't had any luck with wide receivers Very or tough. offense or defense. You gotta respect what he did, though. Played with a lot of heart. Played with a lot of integrity through through the good, through the bad, and the very ugly. And the very ugly. But man, 2008 was the first year I ever watched football, and this was also my first year in Connecticut too. So it was Giants and Patriots right. here in Connecticut. Right. So obviously that meant a lot to my the new school I went to when I went to Avon Middle School. Right. That was a game. That was a game changer. And I'm like, yeah, this guy is the real deal. David Tyree, my goodness, he probably. Probably made the greatest catch in NFL history. Yeah, he did make David Terry look amazing on that Yeah, play. that one that one one play and then probably never Defined heard of him ever again. Yeah. But hey, I, I like it. Because, you know, true New York fans, like, they love Eli. You know, they had they are I'd, I'd upset that it ended the way it did the last five years. Because I think he deserved a much better fe- farewell, honestly. But in true Eli form, he stuck with it, never complained, showed up. Did his job. And he's going to end up... Obviously, he passed the baton to Daniel Jones, who obviously has... And let's see. He's got big shoes to fill. He does. I will say that. However, though, he has shown signs of glimpses. He has glimpses. We'll see. I'm they not they need up. their defense to step up. I am not up. giving up on... And they need to help Saquon Barkley somehow. I know, because he looked great the first couple of weeks, then he got injured, and then he looked like crap, and then... Well, it's because like, they all know it's going to him, so let's... Let's... That's what, that's the, that was the one thing about Saquon. It's like, why would you want to play him if he literally looked like he was still hurt, and the Giants are not going anywhere near a postseason? Yeah. I think they could and have easily shut damage. him down. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's literally no point in that. He could have had surgery that made his... You never know if in his rookie contract or whatever he has clauses, though. you got to reach this amount of games played. You never know if there's yeah, side stuff like that. Yeah, that's true, but that's true, but still, though. I feel like that's risky. just me. Yeah. As an organization, definitely risky. I can't make a risky decision like that, especially but, uh, with the future in store. Yeah, I will say that's the end of our episode. Ups, downs, all that other stuff. Ups, downs, all around. You might have saw our polls, by the way, recently. Uh, We'll talk about that. Yeah, Nick. Next time, because Next time. we can't go from this these two sad things to that awesomeness. But you gotta, but you gotta. I know. We'll in leave times it of that. darkness. You gotta be able to bring everything up in spirits and all. Of that course, stuff. but sometimes, especially with the Kobe thing, you can't. Yeah, it's just what it is. And uh, again, we're gonna reiterate um, to the families of those also yeah, who perished. Perished. Um, I don't even know what to say. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And uh, Eli, thank you. Thank you. What a career. Yep. You're a soldier out there. Paper, please. We got to do one last thing. No, you're doing one as well. Here, crumple it up. Kobe! Kobe!
They both went in, by the way, because you can't see the hoop. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Where can people find us, big guy? You can find us on Twitter, Life Pinch Drives, Instagram, Life of Pitch Drives. You can find us on our Facebook group, and uh, where we post a lot of things. Obviously, you may recognize our new banter of mm-hmm. Sir Kobe itself. Appreciate it all. Uh, remember, uh, come to a, listen to us next week. Never forget yeah, to rock and or roll. Later. Good sad episode. Yeah. Good sad episode. Thanks, Kobe.